Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we are going to be talking about overvalued players for 2021. We each have a couple of guys that we just think are you know, just going a little too high in ADP this year and just there's a little bit more risk involved than maybe we feel comfortable drafting them at where they are. So we're going to go over those guys. If you haven't heard our undervalued players list yet, go check that out. We released that earlier this week. You get three players each that we like for 2021 that we think are going, you know, under where they should at ADP. But here's overvalued. We are going to jump right into it. We got two each. Number two, Jeff, who you got? Number two, you're going to disagree with me a little bit on this one. Oh, but, interesting. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to go with Terry McLaurin. Mm, no, I don't agree with so, you. So I don't hate the player, but right now he's being ranked as like the number ninth wide receiver coming off the board. I currently I just, have him ranked number nine. I can't, I can't get behind it. And I mean, first of all, there's a bunch of guys right behind him that I think are supremely talented, have more upside than, than McLaurin does. Um, obviously, he does have Fitzpatrick. I think that works to his benefit. But the last two years, I think he's been ranked – 24th best wide receiver both times. Uh, not bad. I mean, he's not a bad wide receiver, but I he's gotten a bunch of work, right? He, he In his first year as a rookie, 93 targets turned into 58 catches, 919 with seven touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Ranked 24th overall. Really solid. Was, and that was missing two games. And then next year, last year, he uh, missed one game. He played 15. 134 targets. That's I don't think he's going to go over that. 87 receptions for, you know, a little over 1,100 yards and only four touchdowns. Four touchdowns could go up. Maybe he has some down-the-field uh, catches because of fits. He likes to throw it a lot more. But I just can't get behind the idea that he's a top-10 guy. And that's where I, it, it's strictly because he was ranked number nine. And then you have, like, people like C.D. Lamb or, or mm. you know, even Amari a Cooper or, uh, I mean – I would have to pull it up, but there's a ton of people right behind him that you're kind of like, I would rather have those guys, even Julio. Like, I think his upset, those upsides are a lot more. And um, I think it'll be interesting with that team. I just don't have a good feeling about Washington football team. Uh, you know, they have uh, some really fun guys, but um, they're trying to put it together. They're kind of building something new. I think Terry McLaurin will be the number one there, but I don't think he's going to surpass the numbers he did last year by maybe a few more touchdowns. But even then, it, he'll be in within the top 20. Like if he was like 15 to 18, I'd be like, yeah, that's about right. But I'd be very upset if I drafted him in the top 10. See, I I like the improvement from year to – okay, it's funny. I like the improvement from year one to two. But like you said, he finished 24th both years, so it kind of feels weird. His, his targets did go up 40. He caught 30 more balls. He had 200 more yards, but in standard scoring, he still ended up being 24th because those receptions don't count for anything in right. standard. And he had three last touchdowns. So, yeah, that is that is part of the thing there. I think a lot of this is, for me, I like is this is his best quarterback situation he's going to have. Right, Fitzpatrick, funny enough, is his best quarterback situation. Year one, where he showed a lot of promise, he had Case Keenum and he had Dwayne Haskins throwing him the ball. Not terribly impressive. You don't really love that. Last year, what, he had Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen throwing him the ball. You know, And then Taylor Hennigy later on. Yeah. He has not had quarterbacks that Alex Smith is the best he's had. He really hasn't been had anything. I just feel like with Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's going to be unlocked this year. 
But again, I could go around and see your side, or I could even make an argument if I was trying that maybe that was his peak because he's an older, he's already going to be 26 this year. You know, it's not like he's, you think about somebody like Juju who's like in year four and still like 22, 10 years younger than (laughs) Terry McLaurin. You know, it's funny how that works, right? He's, he's been in the league forever. He's younger than McLaurin. So sometimes you might look at that and be like, okay, the normal progression maybe isn't going to happen. It's not going to keep happening because he's already at a 26 years old. He's not 22 to 23 or something like that. So I, you know, you can see that and maybe that's a concern, but I think it's going to happen because of the quarterback situation. And that's where I like it. It's not necessarily that he himself is going to be getting so much better than he is. I just think he's, he's at a good level. He's at finally has a good quarterback situation, which I mean, good coach. It's, I, I don't want to say that Ryan Fitz might be over, you know, stating what Ryan Fitzpatrick is, but yeah, but you know, he, I mean, he, he, he's capable of throwing yeah. it down the field and 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 making things happen. But Washington does have a pretty good defense as well. Yeah. I, I think that they kind of kind of like Antonio Gibson. Yeah, they I it up. No, I mean, I, yeah, and I just like, but control I the ball. I don't know if that's Antonio Gibson either, though. Like if he's that, we guy. don't. I mean, that's the thing with this so team. Don't we don't do really that. know. Yeah. So I give it. I I think my biggest one is like you. You have those worries, or at least yeah. I have those worries. So I like, I, and I, yeah. I understand when you talk about purely talent and what he's been able to do even though he's been in a crap situation. Yep. I totally agree with you. But when I start reading like the next seven names, especially off of this list, I'm like, I would take each one of these guys over him. And I mean, you just go down the list and this is ADP, but it'd be Allen Robinson, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, CeeDee Lamb, Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue being like, okay. I mean, for me, I'd be like, if I really put Terry McLaurin up there, I'd be like, um, you know, uh, I don't think I'm, I'm mm-hmm. doing this because of logic. I think I'm doing it because I want him to do well. I have because um, of the because of the talent he does. I have, have. McLaurin ranked one spot ahead of AJ Brown. So. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> I mean, and you, I could make that argument for AJ Brown. I, I almost, you can argue any way you I want. Almost put, I almost put AJ Brown on this list. To be honest, I didn't, but he's wide receiver six right now. I, but I could he make was that a argument. I don't agree with it, but I could make it because of the targets, like. Yep. Terry McLaurin should get the amount of targets you need in mm-hmm. order to ne- take the next step. He did last year. So I-, I could see it from that point of view. But anyway, Terry McLaurin is my my number two because of where he shows up. Number nine ranked wide receiver mm-hmm. for 2021. All right. So people are just going to think I'm just – this list is going to be like, okay, shut up, Craig. You're talking about the same things over and over again. But I'm going to do it anyway. Number two on my list, James Robinson. <laughs> okay. He's running back 22 currently in ADP, which to me, you might think, oh, you know, what? no big deal. He's, he's, he's down there, right? Don't worry about it. No, that's way too, that's way too high. He sucks. I'm sorry. Listen to my last episode if you really want to know about how I feel about ETN. But I love Travis ETN. He is so much better than James Robinson. I thought James Robinson was just like in the fantasy world was going to go away when Travis ETN was drafted. And to my surprise, he is not. He has not gone away. He's still there. He's still around. I don't care if he's running back 30. If he drops a running back 30, you know, before the drafts, if he's lower than 22, which he probably think he will. I think he should drop. I don't even care if he drops a 30. That's too high. That's too high. Running back 35. No, that's too high. 40. Maybe I'll give you a 40. I'll give you a running back 40. And that's about all I'll give you because I don't really think he's any good. Okay. I'm going to be a little harsh. He, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. He did fine. He did really well. He worked really hard in 2020 and he turned it into like, you know, a decent amount of yards off of a thousand carries. Right. You know, he had, I feel terrible in this situation because I agree with you, but I almost like, I almost feel like I have to 
like protect him a little bit because yeah. like when you start talking like this, I'm like, no, he had a really good year. He did. Let's not- he really <laughs> did. He had a good year. He he had 240 carries. He turned it into 1,070 yards. You know, it's a beautiful 4.5 yards per carry. It's very solid. It, and seven touchdowns. He did. He, he over. You he, know. He overexceeded a everything. Beautiful, like seventy-four yards a game. Real, real cool. Real impressive, right? You know, just real solid. He was. He was in the. T- I mean, he was seventh best running back overall. I don't want to take anything away from the guy, <laughs> because I completely agree with you. And I, I was shocked when you showed me that in I, ADP. Like, well, and I think he's going to go down from that. I don't think that's like going to st- once a lot of these majority of these drafts get going on. And ADP starts to switch around. I do think he's going to drop back. Like, yeah, but how how far do you actually think he's going to drop? Because right now he's twenty two. That I, has to be the highest. Right? So he's twenty two. Like uh, these are the players that he's ahead of that I think he will go behind. Like okay, Kareem Hunt I think will go ahead if, of him. It falls off pretty quick. Gaskin probably go ahead of him. Gordon probably goes ahead of him. I think Raheem Mostert goes ahead of him. I still feel like ETN is going to go ahead of him in ADP at some point. Well, he it, should. And the other guy know. who I think is Javante Williams. I think Javante Williams is going to have a little bit of a um, that, that jump, guy which, is that guy is almost starting to get to a point where well, we he's can not, talk he's about not him yet. But I think he might get there. But the and you can yeah. see it coming. That's yeah. the that's the difference. Is like he doesn't he's not ranked there currently. But the mm-hmm. way people are talking about him, yep. come you know a month from now, yep. I have a feeling he's going to be the darling. Well, and there's another guy like that we didn't talk about on undervalued, which I I feel like the hype I've already starting to hear a little bit of it is Damian Harris, and I think he's going to go ahead of um. Robinson possibly he's because well, thir- Harris is thirty four right now, and I've already been hearing these rumblings. He's clear number one, clear number yeah. one. So I think he's going to jump up. So there's a few guys, well, David even, Johnson. And, and I like, like Damian Harris, but it, yeah, yeah, uh, there, it's definitely going to be like but some flip. I don't care. All those guys can go ahead of him. Still too high. I do not want James Robinson on my team. I don't. I don't. I just don't want him at all. I don't want James Robinson. I'll say it again. I don't want James Robinson. So if he's if he's good, yeah, throw it back in my face. Sure, but you know what. He's an undrafted free agent who, like we've said over and over again, this just doesn't happen. You know, if he's the next Arian Foster, Priest Holmes, awesome, great. You know, it's one of these once every however many years players. Maybe he's that guy. Maybe he is. But the chances that he is, that percentage chance is so low that I'm not taking that chance on my fantasy football team. Just, I don't have that risk. I don't want to take that risk. Also, if he was that guy, I don't think they would use a number one draft pick. In exactly. Urban Meyer comes in there and gets another back. And yeah, and they keep saying ETN's their pass catching back and use them that way. You don't draft just a strict pass catching back in round one. You don't do it. You just don't. No, and we all saw how good ETN was in the biggest games. Yeah. Yep. So just don't even put James Robinson on your draft board. I don't care. Just skip him. Go draft yeah, Damian Harris. Go draft Michael Carter from the Jets. You know, go draft go draft I don't freaking care. Go draft Trey Sermon. Like maybe that works out. Uh Go draft Devin Singleton. Ooh, I don't know. I might draw the line there. <laughs> don't don't even bring that one up. That one hurts. Go draft JD McKissick. Okay, the pass catching bag from Washington. No, Let's but, do this. But, you know what? I just, I'm sorry, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. James Robinson. Very sorry. I don't know why I I, I hate James Robinson so much. I don't know what happened. It, it's never. It's never. I never hate a player. I always dislike uh, the hype of the players. hype of a player yeah. and. With him, he deserved all the hype from last year, but I, I I can't wrap my head around the fact that you draft a guy like ATN at the position you did, and then you right. and then there's people out well, there that do not okay. think that it's well, going to hurt James Robinson's stock. Right. It has to. Speaking of um hating hype of players, what's your number one, Jeff? 
Okay, well, we all know what number one's <laughs> going to be. So I'm pretty sure this is going to be for both of us, but we have to go with Cam Akers. 100%. He's ranked right now as the number 10 running back overall. We we accidentally started talking about him when we were talking about undervalued players because it directly relates to the other running backs we love that come after mm-hmm. him. And, uh, you know, second second year guys, you know, we're talking about Swift and Dobbins, how we love them so much. Akers is another second year guy. We do think that he has promise. I do not hate Cam Akers. I do not hate James Ramos. I do not hate these guys that that we talk about. They're not necessarily bad players, but you know, you're looking for upside. And when you're drafting a guy in the top ten, he better mm-hmm. give you a lot of points. And Cam Akers, maybe he will. He could be the primary back, but he has a giant question mark hanging over his head. Mm-hmm. And you also, yeah. So first of all. He came out at the very end of the year in like the playoffs. They gave him a bunch of uh, carries. It wasn't particularly great rushing defenses. On top of that, you got rid of Goff. You got the quarterback that McVay, the head coach, desperately wanted. You have Cooper Cup. You have Woods. You have uh, Higby. And then you you still have other running backs in there. So mm-hmm. everything that I look at points to Cam Akers should still be working his way to be the number one back. But in no way is he a guaranteed top 10 or even a top 20 back. He could still be stuck in a three-back rotation, even if he is the best one there, and they could be throwing the ball a ton more. Mm -hmm. You're saying, oh, Jeff, what if he catches it? He could, Mm -hmm. but he hasn't shown that yet. So I'm not not sure where people are kind of getting this idea that he's worthy of a top 10 pick. So it comes from basically two things happened with Cam Akers. He played great against the New England Patriots in week 14 and had 29 carries for 171 yards. And a lot of people watched that game and it got in people's minds. So that right there was huge for him. He followed that up with a beautiful 15 for 63 game. Love it. Great job. And then he even followed that up with even a better 21 carry for 34 yard game. Awesome. Great job, Akers. Great job. You did awesome. This is where it comes from that everyone just fell in love with Akers and it was the playoffs. That's where it was. Yeah. It was against against the, the Seahawks, 28 carries, 131 yards and a touchdown. And then against the Packers, 18 carries, 90 yards and a touchdown. That's where it came from. He looked good in the playoffs when everyone was watching. 100%. That's where this hype comes from. And sure, he had a great game against Seattle. He really did. That's very solid. That's, that's a lot of carries. If you expect, here's the thing. He had that other 20, a 29 carry game too. Do you think that McVay would have been running him like that if he had this workload for the entire season? No. He didn't have much work on him for the entire year. And so he's fresh at the end of the season. Not as many people are, especially in COVID. That was just a weird year. Go run Cam Akers, who's fresh, and just run through people because everyone else is just dead tired. And you know what? He did. He looked pretty well doing it. I cannot see McVay running another running back into the ground like he did Gurley. And I think he knows what he did with Gurley. Gurley has already had some injury stuff, but hey, he took some years off Gurley's yeah. career. Well, also, and Cam Akers is not Gurley. Gurley was No, no, like, he's not Gurley. He's I not mean, that. You, when you talk Gurley, you're talking Gurley like Saquon. You're yes, talking, yes. you know. Gurley was just, it's, it's crazy that we talk about Gurley in past tense already. I know, it's, it's really it's wild. So It's nuts, but. He was one of the most talented backs yes, coming out of college in it, the past. You know, it makes me, it's really sad, few actually. Decades, it really is, because he was so good. But yeah. th- those injuries got him. But McVeigh had a role in that. You ran him, you know, but. That's what you do. It's also the NFL back in yeah. the day, especially. And I do not see that happening. Back in the yeah. day, it was like five years ago. <laughs> I don't see that happening again. I can't see him doing that. And I don't think that's the way to do it. He's going, Daryl Henderson is not going away. 
if you look at Daryl Henderson's numbers last year, Cam Akers' numbers last year, they are almost identical in touches. Henderson has more yards. Henderson has more touchdowns. And actually, I think he had a few less touches, if I'm if I remember correctly. I don't have the exact numbers. I think it was uh, here we go, 154 touches for Henderson last year, and he turned that into about 700 and 780 yards or so. Dar- uh, Daryl or Cam Akers here, he had himself 156 touches, so two more touches. He turned it into 740 yards. So yeah, more yards for Henderson. Henderson had five touchdowns, I believe. Akers had three touchdowns. That's another thing. There's no touchdowns from Akers. Like he wasn't like we talked about Swift and Dobbins who were getting these touchdowns and even without with limited carries. Akers wasn't getting them. So I don't know. I don't. I, I just don't. You know what? We've even put Akers on like breakout players lists early, early on. Like when we were talking about 2021, like Akers could be a breakout player. Really could. Yes, he could. But people have all of a sudden just started ranking him like he's already there. And that's yep. the problem I have with him. And like you said, yeah, number 10 at running back, that puts him at 15 overall in ADP I'm looking at right now. So he goes ahead of like DeAndre Hopkins, who's just a sure thing. I might go receiver at that point. DeAndre Hopkins is such a sure thing. He's at a DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is such a sure thing. And that's the thing. I'm not necessarily even saying he's the running backs around him. Is It's it's that crazy, which I, I think it is. I, I'd go receiver all day rather than go with him. But there's no way in my mind that Akers should be different from Dobbins and Swift. It just You know, another guy who just people are just completely downgrading and goes be, goes way behind um, Akers now is like a Josh Jacobs, who has actually been a good running back and because they go and sign Kenyon Drake. Everyone thinks Josh Jacobs is done. It's over. They, I think Jacobs is much more just safe than, you know, than an Akers even. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just... He's not a running back. I, can you imagine Cam Akers as your running back one? No, I mean, it'd be terrifying. I, I can't do it. No. I, I, you know, when if you were talking about him the same way people are talking about Swift, I could, I would be like, yeah, that would be a great place to get him. Mm-hmm. You're a number, you know, he's like a back end number two running back that has upside. Great. But yeah, if he's a, the guy that not only, I mean, not only is he your number one running back, but like you said, he was like 15th overall in ADP. I mean, phew. I mean, he has to deliver. Mm-hmm. He does. And that is scary to me. When in reality, his numbers weren't better than Daryl Henderson's. No. So um, <laughs> people will go say, well, yeah, Akers had all the workload at the end of the year. And he had a lot of it. Yeah, he did. But that's because he didn't play for so long. Can he do that over the course of a year? Will McVay let him do that over the course of a year? I don't I don't know the answer to that, to be honest. It's different. Stafford's there. We don't know what, what it's going to be. Just I cannot imagine them running him into the ground. I no. can't imagine it. And you know they're going to, I mean, it'll be very interesting to see how McVeigh does it. He's not going to go away from the run, but I do think that he is going to hand over that offense to Stafford very quickly. I mean, I see people predicting 280 carries from Akers. What? No, yeah, no, no. I Like, yeah. It's like, it, no, I mean, that that's not going to happen. No. And I don't know. I, again, I don't hate Cam Akers. I don't want people to, I don't, I truly don't hate Cam Akers. And in a normal circumstance, if he's down there ranked with Dobbins and Swift, I'm like, you know, that's another solid value of a player I'd like to get. But he's not my running back one. So eh, there it is. So I guess we're officially the Cam Akers hater, guys. So I'll take it. I'll take it. It just turned out that way. Yep. So again, don't hate the player. Hate the hype. That's all it is. 
<laughs> a new t-shirt? What are we trying out slogans? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out. That's a good one. Let's do that. Yeah, why not? I don't, like don't it. Hate, don't hate the player, hate the hype. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's very true. It Truer is. words. Right? It is. And <laughs> I hate your quarterback. <laughs> I, 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 I don't hate Stafford, but I do. I can't. I can't hate him. You watch the end of that game when he gets hurt. He no, comes you're, back you're, in and he throws right. a touchdown. Man, he has my heart for oh, life, man. Oh, man, you're right. The game against the Browns. Yeah. I mean, who else? I mean, he's the reason. Well, I a have, large reason why Calvin Johnson has the I, single season receiving record. I have watched that clip so many times in my life. Because no one else saw it outside of Detroit. And it was amazing. Oh, like, such a, such a, what an amazing young quarterback. I, I'm really rooting for him. I hope he does. I know every, every feel like every podcast no, we no, end no, this the, way. The Lions have their first round draft pick. Come on. Oh, no, no. I want them to suck, but I I don't want him to suck. But then it's just Stafford of old. 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, and yeah. oh. 6 and 10. Or 6 and 11, it would be. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's going to be weird to get used to. 17 games. But all right. There we go. That's all I have today for overvalued players. I'm sorry. Sorry, Acres people. And if there's a few of you James Robinson people out there. If there's a James... At least I can get Cam Akers. If you're a James Robinson guy, just stop. Yeah, at least you can get him later, though. No, I mean, yeah. you're kind of like, I'll take a shot at him. I'm, I, I, I can get on no, board no, no, with that. No, 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 I can't. I, I, I <laughs> if can't. you really like him that much, I'm okay. But I'm Cam going, I'm going like, kicker at that point. Got to, got to shore up the love. Give me, give me cool. <laughs> I'm good. All right, that'll be it for this week. Talk to you guys next time.